so folks welcome here we're gonna um we're gonna um, just go into the news and speculation uh from the news um but anyways welcome to episode seven of necessary roughness i'm ben smith and thank you all for tuning in to today's episode today we are going to be um talking about the main topics going around the nfl nba etc we're going to start off with the nba first as well as more and more situations of freaking John Morant comes into action, is that I am completely agitated when I'm talking about this topic because I don't want to bring up this topic. I don't want to talk about this topic. Because, oh, oh, it just brings it to my mind. My mind's just messed up when I still talk about it constantly. And should I feel bad for this guy for what he did? Hell no! This dude, he's getting paid $33,000, million, excuse me. $33,000, million, excuse me. $33 million a year. Just the thought that you're getting paid $33 million and then getting... $33 million and getting paid by the Memphis Grizzlies, who haven't been pretty good of a franchise in the past, I don't know, 20 years or so? Come on, dude. And on top of that, after the Denver Nuggets game, when you went live stream at the nightclub, there's pictures of you. There's legit pictures of you with the girl on top of you twerking on you. And then you are over here just enjoying the conversation, enjoying the view. Like... <laughs> This man has, there is something wrong with his mind. There is something wrong. What is going on with his mind? Does he have CTE like Antonio Brown? What? I don't know. We don't go to his practices. We don't go, we don't go, we don't, we typically don't watch, almost don't watch his games on national television. But he's a phenomenal basketball player who just thrown his career just to the trash because he wants to, um, Go to these nightclubs and spread a lot, spread a lot of money. What the hell is going on? Do they not teach these kids in college about, don't they teach these kids in college or something like that? You know, thinking about that from that story I talked to you about a few weeks ago was Brandon Miller. And I don't care about Brandon Miller because Brandon Miller, I think he was, I always say he's innocent until proven guilty, but you're this, but John Morant is a typical scumbag, comes on the internet, uh, goes to a nightclub after he uh, loses, and then out at the nightclub has a girl twerking on him on top of that. And then has the audacity go on IG Live Listening to NBA Youngboy with you showing your gun, flashing it around like, oh, like this is a show and tell, whatnot. There's always, I don't know, it's just, I feel like John Morant, when it comes to John Morant, he's typically the guy who's really aggressive and who's really gr phenomenal 
uh, shooter. He's a great shooter, and he's really fast. But this guy, I trust me. I don't want this dude to. I don't want this dude to fall off a cliff. Trust me. This guy has been leading this team a whole lot of ways. And now he's so far. Just his career is down the drain. Everything that he's got is taken from him. Again, I'm gonna say this again. I don't want the man to. Uh, I don't want the man to fail in life. I want the brother to uh, be a phenomenal basketball player. In order, he's gonna be a great basketball player. Is if he stops and changes his own life. He needs to go to therapy. Period. Ah, all right. Moving on from there, uh, we're gonna go to other news here. Is that let's go to other news right now? Is that Bills uh, and the NFL? We're gonna go to the Bills and All Pro linebacker Matt Milano agreed to a two-year contract extension through the 2026 season. And per sources, this remove this move creates approximately six million of cap space for the Bills offseason, which this ends up to be which at this ends up to be the ending of um, the free agents for all the free agents, marquee free agents for the Buffalo Bills. And I wouldn't blame them because they signed Von Miller in the offseason last year for a six-year, I think, $140 million deal. I I forgot the deal already because Von Miller torn his ACL. And here's the thing. When it comes to deals like this, when you have key marquee free agents and you just sign them in the offseason, Then we have marquee free agents in the offseason. You just re-sign them. And when you just sign them, you sign them like a long-term contract. Like key players, like, for example, you have Von Miller. You just signed in a free agency. You have, and last year, you in the years before, you signed key free agents. And then you just traded Stephon Diggs in 2020, who m might as well not be playing for the Buffalo Bills anymore because he wants to go to Dallas to play with his brother as he followed them on Instagram the other day. So here's the thing. For all you guys here, I will tell everybody, I mean everybody here, for all you Buffalo Bills fans, I think this is the time that you guys will be, up. this is the time that you guys will shine. I don't know if it will be now or never, or I don't know. We'll just see. As a Bills hater, I think it's their time to shine, and I don't want teams to suck.
me. I don't want teams to suck. I just want them to succeed. Another transaction we're going to talk about is New York Giants' uh, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, excuse me. Sterling Shepard is... Uh, the Giants were expected to re-sign Sterling Shepard to a new deal per sources. And this he will continue his career in New York. And that's where he belongs. New York, and he's treated... Everyone in New York has treated him well, I feel like. Despite having 600 yards last season. I mean... This week, I think we're going to expect more coming in from New York if we see Aaron Rodgers on that on the other side of that football. So, yeah, I mean, New York has been treating Sterling Shepard well. And then to my final topic, I might go to, not my final topic, but the most recent topic in the NFL going on right now, is Jalen Ramsey getting traded to the Miami Dolphins. And here's the trade as uh, Adam Schefter posted about an hour ago that Dolphins cornerback, cornerback Jalen Ramsey, the uh, trade is now agreed to terms the, Dolphins get Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey, and the Rams get 2023 third third round pick, one, number 77. And then this trade will be processed Wednesday when the league year begins. So he is a Miami Dolphin at the moment. It's not going to be official. He's already a Miami Dolphin, but it will they will make it official Wednesday. It will be official Wednesday. So it, I mean it is what it is. It, it Wednesday is my 16th birthday. So happy early birthday to me. I mean looking at this it's not the time. I I didn't think it's the right time for looking at this trade. It's a great. I I think it's a big steal of it. And here's the thing. It's a big steal for the Miami Dolphins. In the Miami Dolphins, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't be remiss talking about the Miami Dolphins and their cornerbacks, because Miami's cornerbacks have been stalling for the past few years. You're probably gonna. You already gonna cut Byron Jones at the end of this year because Byron Jones has been on the bench all year last year due to a torn ACL. And then on top of that, you have Xavier Howard, who's not a decent quarterback cornerback last season. He was not playing well. I think he got one or two picks or whatnot. But you still, on that other side of the ball, you got uh, Justin Coleman who's a phenomenal cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. I think he's upped his game so many for so many years. Do you, do you think the Miami, the Miami Dolphins have a way? They will find out a way that the Miami Dolphins, somehow, some way, the Miami Dolphins 
will probably slide into that division with slide into that division. They're already in uh, in the AFC East. You got to think the AFC East is not really a big division if you look at it. Uh, you only have two good teams. You got the Buffalo Bills, and then you have the Miami Dolphins. But the Patriots, ah, they got six Super Bowls. And then Buffalo, you're talking about Buffalo, but the Buffalo Bills, they are a great, phenomenal football team, and so is the Miami Dolphins. But when you look at it from the stretch, the Miami Dolphins will somehow, some way, end up somehow some way the Miami Dolphins will end up being the lowest seed will be ended up being the number 2 seed in the east because every year last year they did it last year they did it last year they were 9 and 8 they went 9 and 8 once again uh, uh, under Mike McDaniel who had a great phenomenal first year as head coach i think he's a potential uh potential uh, Coach of the Year candidate this year. And then, on top of that, uh, on top of that, when you bring in, when you bring in uh, Mike McDaniel, you sign, and then you trade, then you sign Teron Armstead, you sign Roheem Mostert, who's a phenomenal running back, uh, and then you get these key marquee players. Trust me, brighter days are ahead for the Miami Dolphins. Three straight winning seasons is that's what Miami Dolphins fans are looking for. You know, I feel like when you have Tyree Hill against Jalen Ramsey, everyone at training camp will be in for a show. Locked up to a Tungo Vailoa, who's going to be probably, uh, who's going to be one 100% when he comes back from injury. and. You know, with him doing jujitsu, it's kind of it's kind of tough. I feel like us, our New England Patriots, will at least lose to them once next year, and that will be in Miami because we cannot beat the Patriot. We cannot beat the Miami Dolphins in Miami, and the Miami, and the Miami Dolphins will at least blow us out. I'm telling you, we're we're gonna get blown out, but like. I don't know. I don't know when you say four, 41 to 14. I don't know. I'm just saying that because the Miami Dolphins will blow us out. Mark my words. I'm not kidding when I say this. And I'm not a fake fan. I stand by my team. And then you're out here saying that this team, the Patriots, I'm going to tell you this, that the Patriots, I know Bill Belichick now, he's going to somehow, some way. Mess up some plays, and then you got a offensive coordinator of uh, you got an offensive coordinator from the University of Alabama. Um, what's his name? Bill O'Brien, who's probably not gonna learn the who's gonna not learn the playbook a lot because you're gonna see a lot coming in from both sides. Both sides are going to be 110%. Both sides are going at 110%. And on top of that, you got Jalen Ramsey, 
against Stefan Diggs. And you seen him week one last year who got beat by Stefan Diggs. And now for two straight games this season, or every every uh excuse me, for years and years now, you will see the New England Patriots, not the New England Patriots, Stephon Diggs against Jalen Ramsey being locked up on each other. And we all know that Stefan Diggs will will get beat will beat um Jalen Ramsey will get beat by Stephon Diggs. That's what end of story. And he would get beat by uh Tyreek Hill. Don't they still have beef? I thought they had beef left last time that I checked. They both had beef. And then he went on Jake Paul's podcast, uh the BS with Jake Paul's podcast. I don't know. I think that's what it's called. BS with Jake Paul or whatnot. He said that he would fight Jalen Ramsey. And at the end of the day, you are you are a teammate of him. And then you're going to have to manage all of this. I bet you guys have phone numbers now because now he's a Miami Dolphin or whatnot. I'm just saying, though. <sighs> Kind of losing my voice here. The Miami Dolphins. Well, I don't think the Miami Dolphins will go to the Super Bowl this year. They, these, these Miami Dolphins fans think that this guy. Miami Dolphins fans think that Jalen Ramsey is the next coming of Deion Sanders. And these Dolphins fans, when Tyreek Hill got traded, they went nuts. And then everyone is constantly going on social media saying, oh, this is, uh, oh, Tyreek Hill is not going to even catch a ball from Tua Tungo-Vailoa. And his first deep pass was overthrown by the pass to uh, Tyreek Hill was overthrown. We all know Tua doesn't have a strong arm. I think Tua Tungo Vailoa will throw a deep ball and then it will get picked off. Because he doesn't have a strong arm. And on top of it, on top of it, on top of it all, you come on here on social media, all you guys, I'm talking about the Dolphins fans, midway through the season when you traded away uh, Bradley Chubb, uh, Chase, Med Chase Edmonds for Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb and Chase Edmonds. <sighs> Excuse me. When you traded away Chase Edmonds for Bradley Chubb, you guys came on here and then and then you traded away. And then you traded. Uh, then you got Jeff Wilson. You acquired Jeff Wilson in uh, via trade with the 49ers to enhance that offense. You came on social media, and you. I was like, I, I posted. And I posted. I, I posted what I recalled. I recall. That Miami Dolphins fans, when they 
when Tua Tungle Vailoa, not Tua Tungle Vailoa, I said, I recall posting this because Miami Dolphins fans go crazy when it comes to these big news. They think like these marquee free agents are elite uh, uh, level, but they're nowhere, nowhere near that. I'm going to try to find it right now. But I said I know you I know y'all Dolphins fans are are not saying we're going to the Super Bowl. I put it in quotations. We're we're going to the Super Bowl. And here's the thing. You Dolphins fans think that these elite level players are going to take your team to the Super Bowl? Look what happened last year. You have key players on your team and then you went 9 and 8. You went 9 and 8. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You went nine and eight last season. And then these Miami Dolphins fans, I am telling you, all the Dolphins fans are annoying. They are constantly annoying. Here's the thing. I hate Buffalo Bills fans because they're stupid. And they're annoying. Not I'm just saying they're nauseating. They're they have low level IQ. That's why I hate Bills fans. But when it comes to the Miami Dolphins fans, they are annoying. They're an atrocious. Ugh. Miami Dolphins fans are just big paint in the ass. And I don't mean the word ass. But when it comes to these situations, the Miami Dolphins, somehow, some way, will find a way to fall off a cliff. I'm just saying that because that I feel like the Miami Dolphins have key players, but like Miami Dolphins fans will Dolphins fans will stand by their team no matter what. But when you travel, when your team, when you cheer on your team so much, you're experiencing so much of your downfall on your team. And I say this for all fans. This is not, not the Cowboys, not the Bills, not the Bengals, not the Chiefs, whatnot. Every fan base has one. Every fan base has idiots. Every fan base has Low-level IQ. This is what I'm saying. Every fan base has bandwagons. Two. Every fan base does have bandwagons. I am not kidding when I say that. Because our fan base has bandwagons. No joke. No joke.
and then you guys come on here. We do have ban- bandwagons in our fan base, but we don't say, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. B.S. Because I'm over here. I stand by my team. I don't care. I don't say we're going to the Super Bowl. I just wish for the best. That's all we got to do. We all have to wish for the best. But I'm saying about the Cowboys fans who say this is our year. I'm coming at you too because I you got to wish for the best. Because you Cal- Dallas Cowboy fans just say every year the atrocity of saying. This is our year. And not every year is going to be your year. Even you Bills fans. Even Buffalo. I'm coming especially at you guys because most of the season last year, you came on here. You came on social media and you're like, oh, we got Von Miller. We got a great defense. We're going to the Super Bowl. Your defense fell off week two of you this season. Jane Jackson got hurt. Mike Hyde got hurt. Bud Miller, torn his ACL. Tremaine Edmonds, hurt. Matt Milano, hurt. But Matt Milano came back. Matt Milano. Ed Oliver, hurt. DeMar Hamlin, had a medical scare on the field. You did not have a great defense this year. And all season long, you after you guys beat the Miami Dolphins by three points to a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, a seventh-round quarterback. And I think that this season they cut Teddy Bridgewater and still keeps Skylar Thompson. I just see that happening for the Miami Dolphins. They need to sign a quarterback. Or draft a quarterback. Either one. Either one. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast. I'm Ben Smith once again. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, We got more podcasts coming up more this week. And then coming up, yeah, for free agency. And then we'll have March Madness as well midway through the week. Thank you all for listening. And then we'll see you all soon. Goodbye, y'all.